welcome back. This is episode number 107 of the Two Type Ones podcast. Before we get started, like always, please remember that nothing that you hear on the Two Type Ones podcast should be considered medical advice or otherwise. Please always consult your medical team before making any changes to your diabetes management. Okay, let's dive into today's topic. But before we actually do that, I want to leave you with two things. I have two updates for you. Um, and this is this has been hard for me over the last three to four weeks. Really, I guess the last two two weeks, maybe three weeks, something like that, two to three weeks. Um, but I was really trying to figure out how I was going to tell you guys this. And this has been the last two years doing this podcast and doing this with Graham has been one of the most incredible rides that I've ever been on. And it's sad for me to say that... Graham is going to be leaving the show as a regular uh, guest, as a regular co-host. He had some personal stuff go happen. And on top of that, he has had a amazing career opportunity that he just couldn't pass up. And the podcast was taking up a lot of extra space in his life. So he made uh, an executive decision and I'm proud of him for making that decision and he's decided to leave as a regular um, host on the show. What does that mean for the Two Type Ones podcast? Well, it means this. It means that the show is going to be rebranded. It means the show is going to continue to have me talk about things that I am super passionate about with diabetes. Um, I'm going to continue to give my insight, my perspective, um, talk about my experience, uh, my day-to-day experience. We're going to start a pro athlete series where we're going to get some pro athletes on that are in the limelight and we're going to talk about their journey. We're going to talk about what they're, how they're successful. We're going to start a nutrition series with my good friend, uh, Kelly Schmidt, who's been on the show. She's going to come on on a regular basis. We're going to start a series specifically to talk about type two diabetes. We're going to have episodes specifically talking about exercise and how to manage your blood sugar during exercise. We're going to have different companies on, pump companies, insulin companies, glucose monitoring system companies. We'll have Dexcom on on at some point, Libre, any company that I can find that will talk to us and give us information and talk to us about how to make diabetes seamless. And why I believe that this is so important is because every conversation we have, everything that you hear in social media on this show, on other shows, from your doctor, from other people that you know that have diabetes, gives you information to figure out what works for you. And that is the ultimate goal because once you figure out what works for you, now you can really start living with diabetes. And that's what this show is going to continue to push, continue to push that message. Figure out what works for you. As we continue to rebrand the show, If we have to create a new RSS feed and we have to have a whole and we have to start from scratch with this new direction, I'll make sure that I keep updating everyone on where to find the new show. If we don't just keep going with this RSS feed and uh, being able to find the show on this link. So uh, if we have to change everything, we will. And I'll make sure everyone is updated through the Two Type Ones podcast platform or the Two Type Ones podcast website, I mean, and through social media. Make sure you're going on and uh, following me on social media. Right now, the Two Type Ones pod on Instagram, 
on TikTok and on Twitter. I'll probably change those at some point, but for now, it's going to stay like that. It's going to stay the same. So, all right, let's transition into the kind of the topic, the theme of what I wanted to really talk to you about today. So I was in a position, well, first, let me back up. I know or or I have uh, been introduced to a family that uh, their daughter was just diagnosed. And obviously, for privacy purposes, I'm not going to say any names. But uh, this is a very interesting conversation. So I was introduced to this family. And I actually was talking with a colleague of mine about how we need to really give this family a lot of support by being just really freaking positive about everything. Being positive and talking about the disease in a very positive way. At first, I I was like, 100%, I agree. I agree with this person. I agree. Everything's got to come from a positive place. And then as I thought about it and I had another conversation with another individual that I know that has gone through cancer. Um, emotionally, they're kind of the same. When you get these first diagnoses, you're just, your world is blown up. And we were talking, I was talking to this other individual, and he was talking about this thought process of embracing the suck. And once he told me that, and once he said that, I thought to myself, holy shit, yeah. It needs to be, it, we need to embrace the suck, but we need to embrace the suck from a positive place. And I'm sure that you're like listening to this and you're like, how do you do that, Ken? How do you embrace something that really sucks in your life? A trauma, a diagnosis, something that just really sucks and embrace it, but come from a positive place. So I'm taking both of these conversations that I'm having and, and and thinking about this in a really profound and deep way because I think it's important to come at a newly diagnosed situation with a lot of positivity. You don't want to keep telling yourself a story that's just going to continue to build and build and build into a negative story. You you need to be able to take that story and and, and flip it. But you also need to understand and embrace the hardship and embrace the suck of what's about to happen. But the, that embracing embracing it needs to come from a positive place. And I know that's difficult. I know that's hard. When I was first diagnosed, I did not embrace the suck. I embraced like, oh, I'm a, I'm a three, four, five, six. I'm a big time athlete. It doesn't matter. Like I'm going to be fine. And that led to denial for three years. If I would have taken a step back, if I would have had people in my corner that's telling me you need to embrace this because this is going to be a very profound thing that's going to happen in your life, not necessarily putting this into perspective of it happened for a reason. Because I do believe that. I believe we're diagnosed, things happen Things happen in our life and it happens for a reason. We might not know what that reason is right away, but it does. It happens for a reason. I was diagnosed. I had to go through the suck. I had to figure out what works for me. 
to put me in a position to be here in front of you, to have this voice that I really want to push onto the diabetic community. That's diabetes happened for a reason for me. And I truly believe that diabetes is happening for everyone that's being diagnosed with diabetes for a reason. And we all might not know what that reason is, but it really is. I think that's a very profound thing. So I think that we do have to embrace the suck. But embracing the suck has to come from this this positive light of like, okay, I'm going to embrace this. This is my life. This is who I am now. But it's not going to control me. And that right there, it's not going to control me, is very hard for a newly diagnosed family, a newly diagnosed diabetic. It's it's very, very hard. And I can only imagine the process of that. I've said multiple times on this show that one of my greatest fears as being a diabetic, one of my greatest fears is I'll wake up one morning and my children, my two lovely girls are going to experience I'm going to see symptoms arise. I hope that never happens. I don't think it will ever happen. I believe it won't ever happen. But if it ever did, I can't imagine having to go through that as as a parent. I can't imagine it. So being able to embrace that feeling, lean into that feeling, but also be that strong individual for your child, that strong individual for your brother, for your sister, for your wife, for your husband, whoever it is, for your spouse, for your boyfriend, for your girlfriend, it doesn't matter. Being able to be in that situation and embracing it is what is going to help you figure out what works for you faster. Because the first thing you have to do before you can figure out what works for you is embrace the suck and build a relationship with diabetes that isn't dragging you down. And that's the first pillar of the di- of the five pillars of diabetes success is embracing who you are with diabetes, whatever you, you define that as, because how you define that is different than how everyone else is going to define that. This is this is the premise and the philosophy of the first pillar of the five diabetes the five pillars of diabetes success. You have to put yourself in a position where you're embracing diabetes and it's not controlling you. I call this, I think about this as building rapport and building a relationship with diabetes. If we can do that, if we can start that process, then everything can start aligning in our life and we can really start growing, healing, and really work with diabetes and live with diabetes than having diabetes fight against us. That's what the five pillars of diabetes success are, are, are meant to do for individuals, for people, for families. It doesn't matter. You have to come to, t- come to terms what is hap- for, with, with what is happening. And that is a, that's not an easy thing to do. And I hope this show, I hope the diabetic community can, community can do that for you. And this message also goes out to not just caregivers and newly diagnosed families. This also goes out to that individual that's depressed. That individual that is having a really hard time living with diabetes for whatever reason. The five pillars of diabetes success can help.
And I really believe that. I believe that it can because your five pillars is not going to be the same as everyone else's. It shouldn't be. That's how we build each pillar is we figure out what works and we really lean into that. But then we also figure out and think about what isn't working and is it not working because it just doesn't work with my lifestyle. I'm not motivated by that. Or is it just not working because I need a better strategy? I would really love to know what you guys think. Think back to when you were first diagnosed. Was it a good diagnosis? Not that any of the diagnoses that we get is good, but did you have a good experience? Did you have a negative experience? Did you have support? If you had support, what type of support did you have? Did you have overwhelming positivity? Or did you have people telling you what's real and telling you real stories? I think we need a little bit of both. We need overwhelming positivity, but then we also need extreme, extreme empathy. My heart goes out to every newly diagnosed family, individual, type 1, type 2, gestational diabetes, type 1.5, it doesn't matter. And I hope this show provides you with much needed support. I hope this show provides you with a friendly and inviting place to come every single week and listen to conversations about diabetes because ultimately that's what I want. I want a space for all of us to get information, but I also want a space for all of us to listen, hear people's stories, and know that we're not alone because we're not. This community is 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 just so amazing. Every single day that I wake up, I am blessed to be part of this community and you should too because we support each other in such a profound way. That's all the time we have for today. I thank you again for listening. If you haven't, please go on any platform that you listen to the podcast. Like or subscribe so you're notified when uh, we drop new episodes. Hopefully we won't have to change the RSS feed. Hopefully we can just keep the same uh, link within Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, whatever, wherever you listen to your show. If not, no worries. I will make sure everyone knows when the change is going to happen, what the name is going to be, and how to find it, how to find me. I'll make sure everyone knows. Until next week, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.